Welcome to the Below Average Gaming Podcast slash this is going to go on YouTube and look awful. It's going to be great. Are you excited? Speak for yourself. Okay. Applying I look awful? No, I was applying to just like this weird Discord setup here looks awful. <laughs> What's wrong with this Discord setup? <laughs> Apart from it being awful. Um, maybe it being awful? I don't know. Mm. Well, how are you? Do- how are you doing, Michael? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? You hype? We officially know what actually our stupid consoles cost now. <laughs> Thank I God. mean, like, I didn't, I didn't expect anything different. So, like, the price wasn't low enough to make me hype. And, like, they didn't announce any new games that are coming out immediately to make me hype. Just because I knew all the games that were coming out on release that I'm excited for. Yeah, but it's still, like, it's a really cool thing, though. At least we know, like, this is when our consoles are coming out. This is how much money I get to throw at them to get my console. So I'm, like, exceedingly happy right now. Because at least I know what's coming, when it's coming. So now I can throw my wallet at them. Well, I mean, I'm happy I know how much money I have to throw at them. But, like, I wouldn't call that hype. Can't you just be excited about something? Come on. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm so logical. <laughs> I play puzzle games, so that makes me an intelligent human being. Actually, I'm excited for 3D All-Stars on Friday, so fight me. <sighs> You're just drinking the Nintendo Kool-Aid over there, aren't you? Hell yeah. Just because I looked up to see if physical Switches were in stock in this country doesn't mean anything i was totally not planning on buying one before the ps5 i swear <laughs> i don't have nefarious plans to spend a thousand dollars on gaming consoles hey it's not my fault that nintendo puts out best games they they do have some good ones not gonna lie owning and zelda mario and pokemon's insane they're literally giving me three of their best games all on the same cartridge like come on i no. have to be a little bit excited just just a little bit, though. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You get too excited, we put you into gulag. <laughs> so, obviously, our normal episode will cover uh, all the new consoles coming out. But today, we just want to do, like, the showcase for the PS5. Kind of go over what's got, you know, got, got us tingling a little, you know? Just getting us a little hype. So why don't you start off, man? What are you what are you actively actually excited for coming out? Not necessarily at launch, but like you know, in general. I mean, both the things that I'm super excited about regarding next gen are things that we have gotten nothing but like a five second clip with no gameplay and a title for, and that's Fable Four and God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, God of God of War is gonna be sick. And I, I like am... how the so surprised that that's going to be next year i think that goes to show that like they really knew what they wanted to do they didn't put out dlc they didn't add to the game they patched in like a couple times they were like okay our game's done can we stop now so we can make another one (laughs) so yeah i'm I'm beyond hyped for that. I think that was definitely the number one thing for me. And all we did was see, like, a title screen and some runes. That's all I need. (laughs) It's the same thing with the Xbox release from a couple weeks ago. Like, the whole Xbox release was, like, kind of meh. I know, like, Infinite was supposed to be their big thing, but Mm -hmm. damn, that game didn't look good. And then I just, like, came out of that, and they gave me, like, my little tiny piece of candy at the end with this Fable title screen. And, like... Literally no gameplay, literally nothing to do with the game was shown in that, except 
you they panned out on the sword with the uh, like the guild crest on the end of it, and I immediately knew what it was and was hyped beyond belief. And the rest of the console just isn't really exciting. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, man. Is there any other games in particular from the showcase that you're pretty you're looking forward to? Is it mostly just like there's God of War and that's all you need? I mean, there's God of War. Isn't that all you need? <laughs> um, but I mean, there, there's a. I'm sure most of the games shown at the showcase will be great. Um, I'm excited for the new Ratchet and Clank, which wasn't shown today, but was shown like weeks ago. As far as like the showcase today goes, I, as someone who's never played Demon Souls, I am actually massively excited for that. I've never played the original and I am excited to try that game just because I've never played the original before. So yeah, the game looks really sweet. It just, it's not recognizable in a good way to where it does not look like a, uh, playstation 3 game anymore which is really sweet because that game definitely needed like an update as i unfuzz my camera here for a second love me camera come to me come to me anywho um yeah <laughs> that 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 looks really sweet though like just having like a good solid time sync difficult you know action role play type game you know at the beginning it's gonna be sweet yeah what about you? Anything from the showcase today stand out to you? I think the big thing that caught me first is they, they introed it with Final Fantasy. Which, there's like a certain part of Final Fantasy here that I'm really hyped for because the game looks gritty again. Which it hasn't been for a while. Like, uh, and with uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, the biggest problem I had is I just didn't care about the... Uh, Characters all in one second here. We're having some technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. There, I think I'm untechnical my difficulties now. This is what happens, right? This is what happens. You try to do nice things after you've worked a 12-hour day and done nice things and you have technical difficulties. So what are you going to do, right? But yeah, no, I'm pretty happy. Final Fantasy looks like it's going in a grittier kind of serious tone. And the fact that the... Uh, summons from the game actually matter again because a little bit too you get a little bored of a very samey story like the last final fantasy was all about oh there's a wedding going on and you have to like do this and then your kingdom's under attack and it's like i've like played this like a hundred times already so actually having a more interesting story going on the game looked violent again in a good way to where, like, it, the, like, a lot of the impact of the action was there. Where, like, I don't know if you've seen much of the last Final Fantasy game, but it's just a lot of, like, really, really heavily, like, teen. You know? Like, very teen-rated fluffiness. And felt just... I'm just not the impact of something other Final Fantasy games. Like, 7, 8, 9 tactics all just had a little bit more of an oomph to it, you know? Like, Tactics is a part where a guy rips his, like, own, like, chest out a bit with his arm, and Seven had everything going on with Sephiroth in it that was, like, pretty dark, and there's the whole Eight had a more darker tone to it about halfway through the game where, like, your main character, quote-unquote, dies almost, it looks like, and there's a big fan theories behind that. And it's like nine with even like Vivi in nine, the wizard character has like a really kind of dark tone to his storyline. So 
it's kind of nice to get back to more what I feel like has been lost in that series, which is just like an interesting story. So I'm I'm pretty hyped for that. Yeah, that's totally fair. I, I just, I didn't get hyped by Final Fantasy, probably just because I've never really played many of the games just because of not playing PlayStation mm-hmm. very much and just not ever being that interested in them. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is fair, which is kind of nice that, uh, you know, Maybe may I suck you sucker you into it now? You know it looks pretty good. I mean, people could have suckered me into fifteen if people had tried, but that game didn't try. Fair. I think that I think that's the actual problem, right? I mean, but if someone asks me to play any Final Fantasy game, I'll probably be like, yeah, sure, I'll give it a shot. Well, I only thing I've done in that game is twenty hours of taking pictures, cooking food, and catching fish. So. Sounds like if you have 20 hours. Yeah, so if you ever want to get into doing that game, uh, I'll, I'll go in with you. I have the mm. Royal Edition. Like, I have, like, everything for that game, so. Like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever, if you've noticed this, but I'm not someone who's opposed to dropping $60 on a game that I'll play twice. It, it, it's true. I don't want to talk about my PlayStation library. I, I broke 300 games now, I think, so. That's a lot. PlayStation Plus, over a long period of time, does a lot. If you count PS3... I think I'm at 600 now. If you count PS3 games too, just digitally, like this is no discs. <laughs> so that's what I'm probably close to like 400 or 500. If you count like my time on Xbox and my time on PlayStation now, plus like Steam or whatever. Yeah. So you know, not bad, not bad, not bad. The other thing I wanted to touch on here is the uh, the PS Plus collection of PS4 games, which I think is probably like really what sony needed to do because game pass kind of like eats sony's lunch when it comes to value <clears throat> game pass is so good but now we have this wonderful thing that if you've never really played ps4 if you get the ps plus pers- um, subscription which you need to play online just like you know xbox's gold and everything just this list of games they put out is insane which we'll just briefly go through it without detail you get the original God of War, Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, Battlefield 1, Monster Hunter World, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, The Last Guardian, Ratchet & Clank, Infamous Second Son, Days Gone, Bloodborne, Detroit Become Human, Batman Arkham Knight, Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, Until Dawn, and Resident Evil Biohazard, also known as Resident Evil 7. You could not buy any more games for probably the first, like, three or four months. You have a PlayStation 5. If you just got PS Plus and just played these and whatever else they give you for free. Yeah, I mean, the the value on that's really good for the initial PS5 launch. I'm worried about, like, Sony and PS Plus going forward just because Game Pass is so good. Like, Game Pass continues to get things added on that I just look at it and I'm like... I literally would still be buying this game for full price, but you're offering it to me for five bucks a month instead. Yeah, Game Pass is going to be hard to compete with. And I think this is a start, and I hope that they really keep adding value like this to PlayStation Plus. I'm really hopeful that we start getting PS5 games for free, like, really quickly, especially some of the big indie games coming out that are kind of hyped. Like, it would be really cool if somebody was just like, Hey, PS5, here's an indie game at launch 
on PS Plus. Like something like that would be really, really cool. It helps indie developers, helps people come over to your console. It's not like Sony needs help coming over to their console, but due to the fact that Microsoft does have that lower price point console and they have payment plans, you Sony really needs, I think, to push. We are quality over quantity, but you still have to offer a certain amount of quality in order to like keep up with how much value Game Pass actually has, especially if you're getting into gaming now. I mean, it's not even like the games on Game Pass are low quality, though. Like, a lot of those games are super good and just, like, AAA mm. games that I would not blink an eye at. Yeah, there's definitely, like, a lot of good stuff on there. There are definitely a few things on there that are a little uh, straight-to-VHS-style games. But, you know, there's also still, like, I mean, a ton of good stuff. I mean, but there's less of those on that than there is on PS Now. Can we just not talk about PS Now? It depresses me. The thing is, is, like, yeah... Uh, the games on on Game Pass don't compare to, like, the top of the Sony library. Like, they don't compare to Horizon or God of War. But neither do most games on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. The games on PS Now compare to all of your average games on PlayStation. So when you look at it that way, Game Pass is really hard to compete with when 80% of what you're putting out is on par with the best games on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, you know? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens to this console generation. I hope that Microsoft does, you know, gain a little bit more ground with their consoles because competition is good for everyone. If two developers and two console manufacturers are actively competing, it means you have to try harder and give us better stuff, you know? If somebody has a monopoly, they can just do whatever they want. So I'm, I'm really hoping that Microsoft does pick up more people, especially having the cheaper console, but there's still like some concerns there, but that's something we can get into more for our uh, Tuesday release. Is there anything else in particular that you wanted to uh, hit up on this? No, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Just kind of a quick first thoughts. Obviously not going super in-depth. There's a lot of things that... Yeah. Just... We'll talk, probably talk about for whatever's coming out next week. Yeah, I have some interesting thoughts about what people should actually get, especially people getting into gaming. As somebody who still like is like primarily a Sony guy, PC guy, with the payment plans that are being offered at Xbox, I definitely have some like some hard thoughts that are like maybe now's the time. To really consider I mean, if it's, like, financially better for you just to pay $20 a month and have an Xbox and Game Pass. Like, well, that's going to be hard. Even if you don't want a payment plan, even if you're just buying, like, the... What's an Xbox One S? It's 300 American? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what, 410 Canadian? Something like that? Yeah, somewhere around in there. If you're, like, buying that and then just paying your, like, 15 bucks to Game Pass every month, if you're new to gaming, that's really good. You have, you have so much time that just can come out of that. And it's a way lower barrier to entry than if you look at, like, the like the PS5 disc version. It's going to be $630 plus tax. That's, like, that's a $220 difference. And then if you're playing any, like, multiplayer games, you still have to take into account PS Now, or PS Plus, sorry, and any games that you want to buy. Whereas, to my knowledge, like, you don't even need Xbox Live to do Game Pass. 
No, which is... That's just like a hard value to beat. So it really comes down to the fact is the quality of the games coming out for the next generation on Xbox going to match up to what Sony's trying to put out. Because Sony does have some of those killer apps. Like Spider-Man is huge. Because it's, it, it's a Marvel property. It's Miles Morales. People love uh, Miles Morales. It's kind of not a Marvel property, but no one's really sure what's going on there. It's a comic book character. People love comic books. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, and it's just... <laughs> I, I'm very interested because Xbox definitely looks like it's going to be a little bit lacking in the launch window. Mm-hmm. Just when you compare it to a couple of the games that are coming out on PlayStation, things like um, Ratchet and Clank, for example, is a big draw for that game on release. And I know a lot of people are really excited for some of the other releases. And Xbox doesn't look to me like it has the best launch lineup. But when we see how they revamp Infinite and when we see whatever's actually coming for the new Fable next year or the year after, I'm very interested at that point about which console is going to kind of take off because... It all kind of depends on how those games line up with, like, your Horizon Forbidden Wests and your God of War Ragnaroks. Yeah, and I think the big thing, too, is that people often forget that the some of the big console sellers, in my eyes, are, like, games that people can buy kids. And I think that's why Ratchet and Spider-Man are brilliant. Because that gets people buying kids... You know, buying, buying consoles for kids, an active target game to get with said console. Yeah, I, I definitely agree on the front of, on the front of like Ratchet and Clank. And even like Sackboy Adventures is coming too, which is like the little big planet IP new yeah. game. So like that kind of stuff is really big. But the thing is, is most of the time what console you decide on getting is just based on like the top of the line. Like, if you're deciding in two years whether you're buying a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, it's going to be based on your top-of-the-line games. Because a lot of the stuff in the center just winds up being the same. Like, it's all kind of the same across the board. But it's like, which console has the best games? Like, PS4 had better games than Xbox One. And that's only at the top. Like, all the all the other games are just comparable. But at the top, the best PS4 games beat the best Xbox games. And I think that's going to be what's really important to look to look at going forward when we see what's actually happening with these um, Microsoft IPs that are getting new new games on the Xbox Series X. Yeah, and there are a few games, admittedly, coming out the Xbox that I will either be playing them on PC through Game Pass or really entertaining the idea of getting the cheaper Xbox. Which is a bit of a uh, surprise for me because I haven't owned one since 360, but there might be a possibility of uh, that getting added to my shelf. So I mean, we'll see what happens. I imagine that with the new generation, a lot of games are going to get released on both console and PC. It's just a question of how long you're willing to wait. Like, I know for myself, if Fable gets announced for the end of next year and it's announced that it's on console only for six months or console only for a year i'm buying a console and playing it i'm buying a series x and i'm playing the game and like that's not a question for me just because that's that ip for me i'm gonna grab it and i'm gonna jam that game if it comes out on pc at the exact same time i'm probably just gonna play the game on pc yeah like i'm i'm hoping that halo turns out well because i actually really want to revisit halo as a series it still is one of my favorite series of all time and if it is good I 
I like massively prefer sitting on a couch playing a shooter than sitting at a desk. There's just something very comforting about having to control your hands, sitting on a couch, and playing a game. So, yeah. So is... when if Halo Infinite looks good, we're gonna play through all of the Halo games in chronological order before it comes out. It, exactly. Like we have to. I'm missing a couple in my repertoire of games I've played, so I, I've got to make up for it. I think I'm just missing one. Which one are you missing? Five. Five. Fake gamer. Hey, I've even played, like, ODST, okay? Get off my back. ODST is, I think, the main thing that bumped me off of the series, so I'm looking forward to going back with that, with uh, being a little bit older now and, you know, less sky-is-falling teenager. <laughs> Alright, man, anything else before we get out of here? I go to sleep, work 12 more hours tomorrow, come back, record some more podcasts this weekend? Oh, I think that's probably just about it. That's kind of good initial thoughts. Mm. There's more to say, and like we'll see more to come. Even as we're going up to launch, like we'll get more exact info on when some of these games that are considered launch window, but not launch date, when those are actually coming out, and how those are going to factor in into when you buy everything. But yeah, so and far fig- things look good. Yeah, and I figure over the next couple days we'll get more information coming out too. So we'll have more to talk about. On the weekend. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, for you, me, and everyone out there that just wants to spend all their money on more and more generations of hardware, this is Below Average Gaming. Good boy, everyone.